welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Sean. But you can just call me thrilled to not ever have to talk about equilibrius again. It, it's a real long thing to put on a form, but you know, you have to do it sometimes. <laughs> So today, we're going to be talking about someone who's real spooky. Uh-oh. This is the spookiest person the we talked about. Phantom Rider. No, we're not in the piece. Ghost. Ghost Jeff. No, we're not in the, we're not in the G's either. <laughs> I love that that's the only problem you have with Ghost Jeff. Yeah, but it's Scarecrow. Boo. Oh. Did I scare you? Hang on a second. I mean, first of all, no. But... Is that not a DC character? I mean, it's also a um, also a Marvel character. <laughs> Wait, oh, you know what? I read a, a Spider-Man comic once where he fought a Scarecrow, and he said, yeah, I bet you didn't know I had a Scarecrow, too, in your face, Batman. What do you think Scarecrow looks like? Is he dressed up as a jack-o'-lantern? No, that's jack-o'-lantern, who okay, is also yeah, a Spider-Man villain. <laughs> Okay, is he dressed as a French mime? No, that's... <laughs> I, wait. Let me see if I can pull this, pull a character out that's okay. a French mime that's also Marvel. I know Bomb Voyage from uh, The Incredibles. That's the one I keep on thinking of. <laughs> um, I can't pull one out. The only French villain I can think of right now is Gargoyle, who is one of my favorite characters. <laughs> well, Batroc Zelipel? He's also from France. But he's not a mime. He's jumping. He he has the leaper in his name. No, he's not. A, I did not say he was a mime. I said he was French. Anyway. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe the, the art of leaping transcends nationality for Let's me. Let's say I stop making deliberately dumb guesses and I say he's probably dressed as a scarecrow, right? Yeah. Oh, Do who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's what he looks like. He looks like a scarecrow. Boo. Oh no! Oh, he looks see, very oh, I scared you again. Similar to the DC one. I scared you again by showing how scary this this scarecrow. Uh, oh looks yeah, like. right to the very core. Boo! Of me. Ah. See, see, jump scares all over the place. You better be. You better. You better watch out. <laughs> you should have. You should have saved this episode for Halloween. <laughs> well, no, I did the Salem Seven. Okay, no, that's a pretty. But you said that they sucked. No, they, they're spooky because they're witches and warlocks and not entirely boring. So I, I see a team here. I've just sort of done, you know, my, my standard Google. Um, here are the plant man, the porcupine, the eel, and the scarecrow. They seem to have uh, formed some kind of supervillain alliance. Yeah, they like to, they like to mess around with each other. I said that the wrong way. <laughs> they like to uh, cause some trouble together. <laughs> <laughs> They also like to mess around with each other, but you know that's out. That's that's private life. Yeesh. <laughs> what do you think his real name is? Ichabod Strawman. <laughs> See, yeah, went in the right direction. Oh, he missed it though. Okay, it's Ebenezer Lafton. Wow, that was <laughs> weirdly you went in the close. right direction. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if he was headless, you'd um, be able to do the Ichabod. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Um his occupation is former carnivore carnivore carnivore. Can, I cannot say it. Carnival. That's it. Carnival. Uh. Carnival. Uh performer, now professional criminal. Oh and, yeah. I know his power. 
Yeah. What? Well, what do you think his power is? His joints are bad, and so he can contort a lot. Yeah. You pretty much got it. Yeah. Pretty much got it. I have read comics with this guy in him. I I just sort of forgot. Yeah. Um, His former alias is Umberto the Uncanny. (laughs) Umberto. Umberto? Like Umberto? Or MB? Like um. Yeah. Bert. Oh. Right. Okay. That's a fairly common uh, Spanish name. I don't know why it's being used on this Ebenezer gentleman, but... Which I would almost say Ebenezer is a super white name. (laughs) Yeah, I think it would be well within your rights to say that. Yeah. Uh, His known relative is Ralph. Hey, Ralph. Just Ralph? Yeah, just Ralph. Does Ralph have a last name? Probably Lafton. You would think? Okay, that's fair. Uh, And he is a former operative of Count Nefaria, a.k.a. the... The father of Big M. 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 Uh, also, he he was an operative of the Cowled Commander. The Cowled well. Commander. Did he ever show up as someone named Mr. Fear? I'm not exactly sure. Off the top of my head. That might actually be a DC guy. I just don't know. Mr. Fear. No, Mr. Fear is um, Marvel. Okay, I've never heard of Mr. Fear before. That's a bad name. Oh, no, it's awful. Listen to my Mr. Fear episode. Oh, I will? Yeah. Um, it's, it's actually, like, kind of, uh, most of that episode is just us talking about his legal trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, listen to that. Uh, so, his history. Apparently, he was never born. He just, just popped into this world and was naturally flexible. Yeah. And lithe and double jointed as a youth. It's sort of, it's sort of a, a, a flex boy. Yeah, he saw a he saw he saw a a rubber man perform at a traveling carnival and became obsessed with uh, emulating him. Well, that's your problem there. You saw a card. It's just like I want to be that. <laughs> well, you know what? That's how Harry Houdini got his whole thing started. So, yeah, but he also comes from a different time, right? This, is, this, is, a guy, a this is a guy who was like in the 60s was just like, oh, by the way, I forgot to say. Um, so he first showed up in the Tales of Suspense, number 51, mm. the Sinister Scarecrow in March 1964. Oh, and that's probably one of those ones that's like before all the comics were necessarily like superhero ones. So he maybe was just a horror character at first and didn't fight any heroes. This is in the Marvel uh, Marvel Renaissance. Sure, but like after what I'm 50s. wondering is, did he fight a superhero in his first appearance, or was he yeah, just a yeah, horror Iron Man? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Tales of Suspense was an Iron Man story. Oh, or Iron Man. I didn't realize that. Okay. Um, it was right after he fought the Mandarin for like the fiftieth time. Yeah, it seemed to have come up a lot in those early days. Yeah, apparently he fought Angel at one point as well, which is wait, Iron Man did or Scarecrow did. It does have a really good cover, though. I'll send you a picture. And the cover is just uh, the scarecrow just being just like, hey, look, here's some money. I'm taking some money. <laughs> and like <laughs> and like in, in the Superman pose, basically. He's not like, really money. sort of showcasing his powers there, is he? No. And, and Iron Man's just like, yo, stop taking my money. And it has a lot of text on it, like a lot of... Uh... Hey there, this is Jesse popping in here real quick. Uh, basically... 
just silence happened for about a minute. So what I am doing is just telling you what was missing from this part, which was we discussed the cover a little bit, and Sean asked what power does the Scarecrow have? <laughs> like, like none. Like, he actually has no superpowers. Actually, let's talk about this for a second, because his power is contortionist, basically. Pretty much. And, um, like, the problem with that is he's wearing this big, bulky straw outfit, which, that's gonna make it a lot harder. Well, that's why he's a super villain, because he's, he can fight through yeah, I mean, the convenience. It just seems like you would want to wear an outfit that uh, skin tight worked in tandem with your powers. Like probably, yeah, like a body stocking. Like I don't know. Hang on, let me look up contortionists. See what they wear. Almost nothing. Something like real, just real tight or a leotard, most likely. Oh yeah, look at that. Body stockings and leotards. What what a thought. Yeah, it's almost as if you're doing something athletic. <laughs> you want to not have a lot of drag. Right. He's a bad supervillain. He's going to get trapped in an air duct or something and die. I don't know. Well, well, actually, no, we're going to get to it. Uh, We're going to get to it. I have some things to say that may relate to his death. Also, his identity is known to the police. So uh, he was naturally flexible and decided to be like, hey, look, there's a carny. I want to be like him. So he trained himself almost incessantly. And he learned to twist and bend his body in numerous un- uh, unusual positions. Mm-hmm. He was able to perform acrobatic stunts as well. In a brief audition of his abilities, he gained a, a job to a live variety show where he billed himself as Umberto the Uncanny. During one of his uh, performances, Iron Man entered the theater in pursuit of a criminal who we observed- just yelled at him. <laughs> hey, Umberto, you're probably going to be a supervillain, right? Hey, you here. suck. And he's just like, well, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you, Iron Man. I'll become the Scarecrow. But Iron Man entered the theater in pursuit of a criminal who was robbing a ticket vendor outside. And seeking publicity, he stopped the thief with a simple acrobatic move. Oh, Umberto did it. Yeah. And... uh Iron Man carried the criminal away, and he realized he can use this particular set of skills an illegitimate ga- for illegitimate gain. So he was just like, hmm, I have these abilities that can be used to do things. Outside wow, I'm of the really good at stopping crime with my flexibility. What if instead? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, uh, I've said this on many occasions. If I got any superpowers, but like I'd immediately it start enriching myself and making it where I never have to work again. All right, there, Felicia. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. It's just. Uh, I feel like it's a smart use of powers because being a hero does nothing but cut you down in this world. <laughs> so yeah, he was just like, I'm gonna be flexible at things and get money. Crazy and dumb. Yeah. So after stealing a staircase. <laughs> stealing a what? Okay, sorry, I just read the sentence. After stealing a scarecrow costume from a costume shop. Why? Uh, the first thing I love that is. Why is that your brand? <laughs> if he had a clown costume or anything, like he could have stolen anything and his name would have been something different. 
I've, okay, so here, here's my thing. I'm going to go be a supervillain. My power is extreme flexibility. So, I'm thinking... I'm going to brand myself by something that's known for its flexibility. Now, Jesse, name some things that are known for their flexibility. Snakes. Snakes. Ragdolls. Pretzels. Pretzels. Ragdoll would have been a pretty good Ragdoll would have been rag- a great one. I think Ragdoll might actually be a guy. No, Ragdoll is actually uh, a DC villain. Okay. G- good. Yeah, but <laughs> Someone like, thought of a good power. It has the same deal. Really? really? If he, there, there could have just been a, like, uh, a less popular version of two unpopular characters right okay in both so Marvel here's... And DC. like the power no like the power is just something that a lot of people have it's just i don't know understand why it had to be a scarecrow well when did when did scarecrow from i'm gonna see because scare when did scarecrow pop up at, in dc i'm gonna look i'm, I'm looking right yeah let's, let's check that out okay so he he was in he was in well, to be fair, like, Scarecrow as a name isn't, like, anything that's super unique. No, I realize that. But. It's like how Carol Danvers from Marvel technically came out after Supergirl. No, no. Uh, no, Scarecrow showed up in, in 41. Yeah, so I just. Eh, I don't know. Well, I guess you can't, like, copyright the name Scarecrow. So after scare- stealing a scarecrow costume from a costume shop, he entered the dressing room of one of the performers of uh-huh. whom he was sharing the bill with to steal a team of trained crows. What? Okay, no. Hang on. I take back all of my stupid bit. This actually does make sense as a scarecrow character now. But no, no, but here no, but here's the thing though. You could still just have the crows. Right, you don't different. need the flexibility. Like, but, and I feel like that was just something they added later just to be like, well, yeah, he's a scarecrow. Just to justify the scarecrowness of it all. After dealing some trained crows, which he could control with his voice, decided to immediately go to, who's rich? Tony Stark. Let's go. <laughs> I was wondering how any of this presented an Iron Man level problem. <laughs> And this was is. also this was also sixties Iron Man, so like I mean, I'm looking at other issues of it, and he's fighting like Hawkeye. There he is with Captain America. Like these are big things, Crimson Dynamo. None yeah, of them are just like, like convenience store robberies or anything. Like, so he went in there and discovered top secret industrial designs and decided to sell them. But then this was before Tony Stark was Revealed as Tony as Iron Man, right? Before he was public, and uh, Iron Man was just like, "Yo, stop it!" And mm-hmm. he stopped it all the way to jail. <laughs> uh, later, he was freed by Count by Count Nefaria, and was teamed up with the Ill Plant Man and Porcupine. What a trustworthy sounding guy, Count Nefaria. And and this was whenever this was whenever uh, he was just like, "I'm going to just take over DC." Washington DC. Um after after uh after that failed, uh he and he and his fellow comrades uh fled and then they were recruited by the Cal Commando. Sorry, the Cal Commander. It was pitted against Captain America and the Falcon, who defeated them. And then he was sent back to jail. The Cal Commander might be the least distinctive name for a super super villain other than like 
the master planner. It was. It's not like great. It was basically like I was just like I'm gonna defeat Captain America by having a bunch of crime happen. <laughs> yeah, because that's not something Captain America deals with deals with on a daily basis. Um, after after several years in prison, he was, uh, which included a year in solitary confinement. He went mm-hmm. insane from the hatred of his various enemies. Sure, he finally was paroled and went on a campaign to mur- murder supporters of the coalition of an upstanding America, which is like a morality and media organization. Which oh. I'm going to say just outright, okay. I'm, I'm I'm already against them. Maybe not murder. But, uh, <laughs> I'm already against them because morality. He managed to kill two of them and take over a fundraising telethon before Captain America defeated him again. And he's currently in prison. I think he shows up a lot in the bar with no name. Yeah, he does. Like when they when they need like a pardon me, a bunch of street level crooks all at once. That's when they tend to trot out the scarecrow and they all go, hey, you know, like kind of like the DC one, but not as good. (laughs) Well, uh, the bar with no name is always just a fun place for cameos and stuff. It's just like, well, I'm not going to write a story with them, but uh, I like them. So you just throw them in the bar with no name, or or uh, or it's kind of like the, the the doctor the bar that Doctor Strange goes to with all the magic users as well. You get oh, a bunch what of, is like, that called? I forget. All I know is that um, Chandu the Mystic is a bartender there. Is it the bar with no doors? Maybe I don't know. I could look it up, but I don't feel like it right now. Uh, so he's six foot tall, weighs one sixty five, mm-hmm. has brown eyes, brown hair. See, looking at him, I would say he was six five and a hundred pounds. But yeah, he uh, he's a contortionist. He's also able to do some acrobatics. No secret powers. No superpowers. Dang it! How is this guy an Iron Man villain? Oh, they just wanted to not have the Mandarin again, so they were just like, "Hey, here's a break." We gotta come. We gotta come up with something, guys. We gotta do what? Well, scare, scare. Well, he has some interesting things oh. later on because people have took the character into interesting places. Yeah, but like I'm looking at the same era. I'm looking at the same era of Iron Man comics here, and I'm seeing villains like the Super Adaptoid and Whiplash. And the somewhat ridiculous unicorn. These hey, are characters. That's my, that's my second favorite Soviet supervillain. No, I know. Like there. they're silly, but they're Modok. Like Modok. Every other issue is something interesting. Well, maybe maybe scarecrows were interesting at the time. Just feels like a, a an anomaly of crap. <laughs> so he also has a bunch of. Murder of crows. Yeah, that's the that's the plural or the, hang on the collective noun. Who at will will uh, attack or even kill designated targets, and they'll also um. That seems ambitious. Uh, kill the Iron Man for me, crows clank. Oh, our beaks. Yeah, this and then they're idea. also trained to automatically attack anyone who rushes at the crow or points a gun at him. Mm-hmm. That's pretty useful. Someone th- someone's not looking up, and they're just like, I'm going to shoot you. And it's like, caca! Just all up in your... Yeah, no, that's actually a useful power. It's a shame that it took us... It took, it took them so long 
to tell us about the crow. Yeah, also, um, they're trained to carry off jewels and valuables and whatnot. Well, that's handy. Yeah, there's, like, there's some useful aspects to this, but he's more of, like, a master thief than a supervillain, I would say. Well, he becomes something different later. He does? He is eventually killed mm-hmm. by Danny Catch, go- the Ghost Rider. That's not the Ghost Rider, though. Well, it is a Ghost Rider. It's, and... go- it's, like, it's not Johnny Blaze. Well, also, like, there's been a lot of other good Ghost Riders, though. Yeah, I'm not saying... Yeah, anyway, there's and... a lot of Green Lanterns, too. Uh, the best being... The best being a uh, a fly. I always, I was like Rotlop fan, the one who can uh, he can't see. He doesn't have eyes. Oh, there's a virus. Oh yeah, I forget what it's called. Then there's uh there's chirp, which is the uh, is that just a, squ- squirrel? a squirrel? It's a squirrel. Yeah. Um, but okay, so Rotlop fan is the only member of the F sharp bell core because he <laughs> is from a species where vision doesn't exist so it's just sound for him he was he was killed by uh danny catch and then the firm which is a group i guess lawyers mm-hmm. that no, sounds like they would be they only appeared in seven things uh brought him actually brought him back to life with super strength and the ability to instill fear into his foes okay so they brought him back as actually batman's the scarecrow Pretty much. Uh, and then he was killed again by the Ghost Rider, and then Blackheart brought him back. Wow, twice, huh? Yeah. Same Ghost Rider or different Ghost Rider? Uh, it doesn't say which hmm. one. I think we have to assume it was the same Ghost Rider then. Well, it, it may have been Johnny Blaze, because he became the main Ghost Rider at some point. Mm, okay. Uh, and then in Civil War... He was hired by the Chameleon to fight Spider-Man, and that's kind of where the Spider-Man and the and them go together. Right. A lot I, more. It's fascinating that we did not discuss how he came back from the dead the second time. He just came back to the second time. just sort of happened. It just kind of happened. <laughs> like, been, uh... Don't think about it too much. Yeah, don't think about it. <laughs> and then, uh, he fought with the Hood... Which the hood is a uh, Peter? No, Park. No, sorry, Parker, Parker something. And he basically has like a. He basically wears like a cloak and has like yeah. a a gun that's um, enchanted by I love Loki. I want to yeah. say. Um, I don't know about. Okay, so it's a demon. I think there's a demon who lives in his cloak. But like, there's a whole series of things with the hood where he created this whole criminal syndicate, which I assume is when the scarecrow fought with him. Um, yeah. And he, like, he runs out of cloak power, so he goes and steals the Nornstones. The Nornstones? Is that it? Yeah, Yeah, Nornstones. Which are part of Asgardian mythology, and so he uses those as his new thing. And then, like, he just sort of really runs from power to power as he just keeps messing up over and over. I think consistently, though, like, he's, uh, at least for a while now, he's had uh, basically a gun enchanted by Loki. Mm-hmm. At one Shoots point, he bullets. did have the Infinity Gauntlet, too. Yeah. I mean, that's that's something that just gets passed around, though. He just becomes Scarecrow from DC after a certain point. <laughs> right? Because in Fear itself, like, he just has fear gas and crows. And <laughs> yeah, like, you're not even trying at this point, guys. He joins the Masters of Evil at one point. 
That's something. So yeah, he he evolves into something different at one point. <laughs> what a dumb history of a character. Like, I can't believe that we spent all this time on totally not DC's The Scarecrow, except, wait, hang on, it is. It's DC's <laughs> The Scarecrow. <laughs> well, um, well, one of the things that I did, I mentioned this a little bit beforehand. Mm-hmm. And he's on, uh, like, I use Comic Vine to aggregate, yeah. like, some uh, extra information. Right. And there's, like, a list that some of the users makes. And mm-hmm. the one is, like, they, they should use them more often. He's on a list. And one of the things, like, you know, it's, you know, kind of just like, oh, yeah, that person's cool. Hasn't shown up in a lot, though. Yeah. And one of them that shows up on that list out of 100 is uh-huh. Snowflame, which is a man... Oh, yeah. Powers by ingesting cocaine. <laughs> he appeared in one issue. It was an issue uh, of the New Guardians in mm-hmm. DC. Let me get the more titles. Anymore. It was something that came out in 1988. I feel like there's room in this space for a whole realm of different sort of drug based supervillains. Well, there was. Heroin and they Jimmy. were never used again. Goblin. Yeah, one of them was Hebo Goblin. Who uh, who is a who was created by a white supremacist group to eliminate anyone who was not white by infecting him with AIDS? Wow, that's genuinely the worst idea for a supervillain I've ever heard. Yeah, no, it's pretty bad. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's there's a reason why they appeared in one issue. That's like unacceptable, kind of. But they were supposed to be like, hey, these this new group of people, these new guardians, are gonna defeat. Bad people. Like, real bad people. Sure, well, that was a real bad guy, for sure. Yeah. Just, just, just a white supremacist aid, AIDS monster. Yep. Boy. That was a thing. But Why we're not are we talking doing about these guys one. right we're now? We're talking okay. about Snowflame. Oh, it's Snowflame. We're actually doing Snowflame? Well, for a second, just because just okay. right. I want to talk about it, because like, there's almost nothing on it. A period no, absolutely. one issue. Like, nothing on it. It's a guy who did a lot of cocaine and catches on fire and gets strong. Oh my goodness. Okay? But, but, someone liked Snowflame so much. So much. They have a fan comic. Oh no. Featuring Snowflame. Oh no. On com. It must not be. I go to the website now. I need to find out. It it, it started in it started in uh, at the end of um, uh, 2011, and it goes on. It oh actually goes gosh. on for about a year. Wow, and it's like genuinely well drawn. Yeah, like someone really either someone really likes a lot of cocaine and cocaine villains. Okay, I'm on page one of this, and Green Arrow and Batman are there. Yeah, but why are Green Arrow and Batman there? I guess is the question. Well, because it's a because it's a DC villain. He's a DC villain. Okay, I thought. No, I just wanted to talk. No, like I just wanted to talk about Snowflame for like a second. He looks like a pro wrestler too. Yeah, he does. Well, I mean, I think he was actually based off of like Ric Flair. Holy. Okay, so I'm now on page three of it, and he just sort of grabs two fist falls. Of cocaine, yeah. snorks him, and Batman sort of thinks to himself, 
My God, what's wrong with him? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, this person liked Snowflame a lot. Julie, what was the thinking here? Oh, actually, uh, the about section is titled, Why? Question mark, exclamation point. (laughs) Okay, well, let's see. He is often uh, referred to the internet as the lamest supervillain or the awesomest. Okay, I'm I'm losing you there already. (laughs) Um, So he gains his powers through massive doses of cocaine. So the higher he is, the higher... The better he does. So apparently she just really liked the idea of him. It's interesting to me, at least, to see a character with such effed up powers totally living it up and enjoying people. Well, <laughs> you have described what cocaine is. I can't. You described most of like 80s cap, like a- 80s boardrooms, basically. But yeah, I guess that's a thing. Okay, we're done, I guess. Snow, this is a weird place to end. I have to go read this whole comic now. No, I don't have time. Jesse, look what you've done. (laughs) This is my whole... It's Friday, this is my whole weekend. (laughs) I'm glad glad to give you something to do. Something different to do. (sighs) Uh, I had stuff I was gonna do. Okay, well, what's your plugs? Well, one of the things I was going to do this weekend before it became all about this Snowflake comic was record my own podcast, Pitch Me Something, uh, which is a collaborative creativity show on which my co-host Laura and I have guests and we all bring ideas for movies, TV shows, any kind of pop culture property, be it an original idea that we've created from whole cloth or a sequel or an alternative reboot, something for an existing property. We do Ninja Turtles, Spider-Man. Uh, there's probably a Batman one on the horizon. It's amazing to me if we don't already have a Batman episode, but I can't remember all of them off the top of my head. It's a really fun show. We do a ton of ridiculous jokes. We drink soft drinks that we find at supermarkets if we can't identify them in a whole segment called Xenogastronomy. It's, it's a ton of fun and you should check it out. Yep, and I still don't feel like doing my plug, so just look at my uh, look at my description. I feel like I've done three successively better plugs on this. Uh, yep, on this run of episodes. Just look at if you want to see the people that we we're talking about. Just uh, go into the description uh, and go follow the links to either my Twitter, which is at Alphabet Flight, or the uh, Facebook group at Hodgepod Group. Um, I also have another podcast called uh, Creepy Critters, and what else was I going to say? Um, yeah, this has been Alphabet Flight and Mate. Something, 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 something. Bye. Bye.